Hey, everybody. Before we get into this episode, um, dealing with Rose's infidelity and possible murder, um, we have a very exciting announcement, which is that EnoughWicker.com launched. So, hooray! (laughs) So, as you're listening, or before you listen, or anytime, really, you should head on over and check it out. There's a lot of great stuff. Sarah really... The arrangement is so beautiful. It's so pretty. Everybody loves it. <laughs> it's open 24 hours, too. <laughs> yeah. So head on over there and thanks and enjoy the episode. Hello, and welcome to Enough Wicker, a podcast where we get in bed with our favorite show of all time, The Golden Girls. I'm Lauren. And I'm Sarah. And today we're on the 15th episode in the series, In a Bed of Roses. <laughs> the second time that <laughs> some man has died having sex with Rose, which is <laughs> one of the most ridiculous premises that just works somehow. I totally <laughs> buy into it both times. It's amazing. What exactly do you do in bed, Rose? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nothing. I do nothing. Maybe that's the problem. Should we just do the episode? Should we just perform yeah, the episode? Yeah, just do the whole <laughs> I mean, basically, this episode is full of amazing, amazing quotes. I love this episode. I think it's hysterical. I think it's, again, a ridiculous premise. There even is, like, a, a slightly real, like, you know, traumatic thing that Rose has to do where she has to tell, you know, his wife that not only was he cheating on her, but, like, he's dead. And even that is kind of like a light... <laughs> like moment in terms of like how the episode handles it i mean it's it's great i love it yeah it's kind of um it's similar to the the last one we talked about um that was no lady where it's it's a pretty very heavy subject matter right like if you read like a paragraph description of this you'd be like oh that what (laughs) but it's so funny and this one even more than the last one i think is just like pretty funny all the way through and i i like it a lot because they could have chosen the moment that she has to tell mrs Beatty. um they could have made that moment be much heavier than it is um but it 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 just works um i mean they play this one like you said it's heavy subject matter on paper like the last one but there's like it's not a there's no teachable moment here really (laughs) it's very like everything's kind of played for laughs including the fact that there's a dead man in the house in the morning, right? <laughs> oh god! Like oh. they feign they feign the fact that they're like upset about it, but they don't really act like it's, <laughs> it's not so lucky. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> you can like firecrackers in his nostrils; he won't wake up. <laughs> oh god. Um, okay, so let's start from the beginning, um, just to sort of try to follow some linear time here. Um, I love. <laughs> That Rose is sneaking a man into the house when she is a woman in her late 50s, early 60s, um, you know, free to do whatever she wants. Whatever the hell she wants, exactly. But it's very on brand. Like, she wouldn't want them to know that she's sleeping with anyone. Um, And so they have this very cute – I I think it's cute because it's it's not, like, pressuring. He's not pressuring her. Right. He is not at all. I really like that. It's, like, it made me feel really good about, like – Actually, we've seen that scene. It was sort of like when we were talking about Arnie, <laughs> you know, where it's like, it's sort of just like, it is what it is. And like, and here there's even less pressure. Like he's not trying to, he's obviously telling her how he feels, but he's not like, come on, let's do this. You know, which I feel like you would absolutely see written into a show today. Yeah. I mean, the assumption is that they both want to, but Rose just doesn't want anyone right. to know. So I think like, yeah, I, I, I love that so much. And maybe, maybe we're jaded from, like growing up so sort of like aware of 
me too and things like that. But um, it's nice to just see that not being the premise of like a sexual relationship for once. <laughs> Absolutely. Ugh, the bar is so low for men. My God. I know. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> We're like, wow, look at this completely normal scene. Good for him. <laughs> he didn't even try to date raper. What a nice See? guy. <laughs> great. <laughs> oh, God. Um, okay, so she sneaks this guy in, and it's really funny because um, – like the other girls also like in the next the next morning when they're talking about like how they they heard Rose um you know having like some bizarre nightmare or something they yeah. also are kind of acting like the idea that she would be having sex with someone is so out of the realm of possibility that it's like a joke exactly. in itself that it you know like it's kind of what it sounded like totally <laughs> totally she also like when rose walks in she has like a post-coital glow <laughs> it is amazing she's like good morning like she totally it's hysterical it's perfect and you know that like even if that wasn't in the script betty white put it in herself and it's fantastic I love oh. it. Um, I also love Sophia. When Sophia does come into the room where the other three ladies are talking, she's wearing a hat and it like for some reason makes me laugh without anything else. It's like she looks so ridiculous in this like neutral colored norm core baseball hat. I love it. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're playing golf, right? And we we've established already that either when you play golf or bowling, you have to dress like an idiot. Um, I love norm course. So <laughs> oh, Christ. Um, but, uh, back to that original scene. I also love when, you know, they're talking about talking during sex. <laughs> Blanche is talking about dirty talk. <laughs> they're like, oh my God, dirty talk. She goes, well, not filth for God's sake. <laughs> and I just, I want to know the line, the Blanche Devereaux's line between dirty talk and filth. <laughs> like give me examples of each Blanche like what are we talking about here <laughs> yeah Dorothy wants to know I know nobody ever wants to have conversations <laughs> I know seriously and I'm like Jesus oh my god how good was that sex with Blanche <laughs> good. yeah right <laughs> oh as a hearkening to the, the past episode too I do think it's extra funny with Rose being so judgmental of like you instantly sleep with a married man it's a sin like that's it you know and it's over and uh in this one she accidentally sleeps with a married man it's like karma bites her in the ass like immediately i mean she kills him more than yeah, she that. kills him like... it's true I, I didn't murder him um i love also like it's very funny this is another moment of like a thing they could have made really dark um and yes. a thing that like you know when you describe it seems really dark but when they're going to like discover the body um they're, they're <laughs> having again, like all even these... that <laughs> sentence is like heavier than anything like sophia makes a decomposing joke and you just like forget about it <laughs> it's gonna be 98 degrees today yeah, it won't be exactly. Um, yeah, so basically, like, it is, it's great. And it's also funny because Dorothy, you know, ever the voice of reason is like, oh, we gotta go look. Like, we yeah, can't just exactly. exist here. Um, but then she comes back and is like, oh, I want someone to come with me. And it's a really cute, funny, yeah, light yeah. moment. Um, but I also love, like, it's just, there's so many jokes in this, like, five to seven minutes of, um, like, about him being dead. And then uh, we find yeah. out that he's a diamond importer. And then all of a sudden Blanche is like, oh, damn, I hope he's not dead. Totally. <laughs> um, I also. I love when, like, he bought the farm. Yes, I love it. 
so genuinely goes, what farm? And then later, she, they hawked it back where she's like trying to make a phone call. And she's like, oh, that poor man, you know, and he just bought a farm. Somebody told me he just bought a farm. <laughs> and then there's another one where she has to, when she's like doing it, she's like, oh, and a new farm and everything. I it's know, like yes, three times that she three doesn't times. get the euphemism. It's <laughs> <laughs> so great. Ugh, um, and the, uh, the, one of my favorite ones in this, again, this like rapid fire, boom, 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 again, uh, series of jokes is where she's freaking out. It's kind of the only time Rose really freaks out. There's a dead man, but she's just like, oh, I can't sleep in my bed. Dead, you know, a dead man will get me out. Well, you know, we'll we'll get you a new bed. And she's like, oh, and sheets, you know, and pillows. And then Sophia just goes, burn down, burn the, down house. the house. <laughs> so good. Because it is like, you know, where are you going to draw the line here, man? Like, I know it's creepy, but get the fuck over it. It's great. <laughs> yeah, it's great. That one is, that also makes me laugh. That's another one of those things where like, makes there's you like a before. one, yeah, like a yeah. 1.5 second pause and i can see it and i oh it's so the delivery is amazing um and it also this moment isn't um it's not hard to watch or anything but it is genuinely sad when blanche is recalling how she found out that george had died yeah um and she's talking about the insensitivity of the police officer who's eating chips um but then you know right after that it comes back because rose is like oh i won't eat chips i don't like them they yeah. fall in my bra, in my bra. like it, it's perfect <laughs> it's so funny i also love uh where she i think rose delivers the line very well and perhaps like one of the heavier moments is like where she calls and she's, you know, you just hear the, uh, you know, this side of the phone conversation, which also as a separate note, many, many, many sitcoms and movies do one-sided phone conversations fucking terribly. Like it wouldn't happen in real life at all. And literally I think they do a very good job on the show. Like she has a conversation like, and she does these pauses that are very realistic for like when you would talk to somebody on the other side. But, um, but anyway, she's like, she goes right number, uh, wrong person which i think is actually a great way to say like oh shit that was his wife um she does a great job of that yeah and i love also the first when she calls and it uh, rings once and she hangs up she's like nobody's home nobody's home (laughs) (laughs) perfect very good um so then you know she goes and sees mrs Beatty, who i mean we have to talk about mrs Beatty because first of all like she has a very the same accent that madonna had in like 2004 like it's like (laughs) you lived in london it's like the same accent that your friend had when they lived in london for six months and studied abroad there and like picked up the accent exactly are you what are you (laughs) exactly it's this it's this weird hyper enunciated right because it's like yeah like it's between a british accent and american accent is very bizarre it's like it's like queen's english but version for americans <laughs> isn't there a version of that like the acting english or something like that that everybody had I don't yeah like know. Prince Theater or Brass. yeah exactly <laughs> who fucking knows anyway she is very bizarre uh before we even enter the house though the outside of the house that's set i think it's definitely mel bushman's house Ah, uh, well, maybe she sold it. She don't want to be there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Uh, she has to take the encyclopedia set that her son looked uh, up. Sexual genitalia female. <laughs> I, I can't even do her accent, but you're right. It is just very bizarre. But yeah, um, that line always gets me. And it's like, I know that the scene where she goes like, I just have to keep talking, you know? I can just talk forever. And it's like, she's... <laughs> that was pretty good. Accent? Thank you. And it takes me the fuck out of it. It's I'm so sad about it because I actually think that line of dialogue is very, very good. Like it's 
I can just talk at talk over it and pretend that it's not happening. That's a very relatable thing, you know, and they, and they, there's like a weird dolly zoom, slow zoom on her face. It's like, it's really kind of bizarre. I don't even know. But, um, but the way she's like, does that have to talk forever? I, I like, <laughs> I was like, God damn it. I'm out. Um, yeah. And she also goes through like the six stages of grief in 45 seconds. So she's like <laughs> in denial. And then she's like, yeah. Al, the big jerk. Like, and then she's like, Al, she's really sad. And then she, you know, she ends, <laughs> she accepts it at the end. It works out, but it is like <laughs> somebody put the chart and they were like, do all of these as quickly as you can. <laughs> oh my God. I didn't even realize I was still laughing. That's exactly what the direction was. Girl, you got three minutes of screen time. Go. Oh, my God. (laughs) No, just when Rose comes back and it's, like, all quiet. They're like, I'm going to become a nun. (laughs) So great. And they're going through um, (laughs) the one woman uh, from the St. Olaf story, you know, where she's like, oh, she lived a great life without men. You know, baking, sewing, tending the animals. And Blanche just sarcastically goes, oh, my favorite things. (laughs) Um, So great. Some Swedish lesbian. (laughs) (laughs) Proving that this season, Rod, Blanche knows what lesbian means. Yes. She forgets it later. Exactly. Um, So also Al, Al Beatty, um, is a big is a big jerk actually it turns out like he or i guess not a big jerk necessarily but he's a big adulterer um oh my you know, god like she, yes. she's going through all of the people he slept with and it's like he started on their honeymoon and school teachers babysitters yeah, like babysitters, this guy man. i know <laughs> and it's actually funny because it's sort of played i do remember watching this as a younger woman and being like oh, okay, I guess this is an arrangement that she's okay with. And it kind of, like, in that sense, like, opened my eyes, without me knowing, of course, at the time, (laughs) to, like, different relationships that people can have, right? They can have super open relationships, and some people can just have an agreement, like, this is what it is. It's totally fine. But yeah, but then you bring out the line of, like, babysitters, and the fact that it's, like, it sounds like she just had to go along with it, not that she was, like, totally signed off on it. Very, very bizarre. (laughs) <laughs> yeah and she's like waiting at home for him to come back from banging some broad like it's it's very it's very strange um his cover story also so he tells rose like in the beginning that um he lives with his sister yeah. he's like she's an insomniac uh so you're telling me you're a 60 year old man who lives with his sister in a one bedroom and there's no private space and nobody thinks that's weird <laughs> yeah exactly even if it was a two bedroom and that she's up like tough tough shit man go to bed yeah go to bed get out of here that's very strange um but yeah so also like this is the um this the saint olaf story you know by any other name um is is a great one um bits of because you know like this this black widow woman um who puts her husband in the hay baler and it's like and then there was bits bits of joe's arms and bits of joe's shirt also like a super fucking intense like storyline that was just played for laughs yeah, there's a lot of death in here i totally forgot that that was part of the story yeah it's it's so dark um i did want to say though about mrs Beatty. um kind of similar to how we talked about how it's great that there's no like weird sexual pressure i very much yeah. appreciate her later on in the episode um 
it's displayed a little bit more um, aggressively. But even when Rose goes in person to tell her, which like everybody agrees is a very nice gesture for her to do. Yeah. Mrs. Mrs. Beatty never blames her. Like she never is mad at Rose, which is nice. Yeah. And then they have that whole funny scene where like, she's consoling Rose and she's like, um, hello. (laughs) Like you just told me my (laughs) husband died in the, your bed, you know? Um, which I do, I do really like that part. I don't want to rag on that actress entirely on Madonna from 2002 yeah. <laughs> entirely. Um, um, but it is, yeah, it is nice when she visits Rose, you know, later on, etc. Yeah. So she visits Rose actually to come back to, to tell her like that Al had a bad heart and whatever, but, um, she said meat for dessert. <laughs> um, she says that it's autopsy results. And I was like, so did they wonder if Rose killed him? Like, did they order an autopsy? Because they were like, right. Oh, shit. (laughs) This is a little suspicious. (laughs) I do love, like, yeah, squaring up, like, the television. Like, oh, everybody gets an autopsy, which is not fucking true (laughs) in real life. Versus, like, you know, us investigating on the other end. Like, well, there would only be an autopsy if it was suspicious. (laughs) Exactly. Um, oh also we forgot to talk about the great uh you know when rose is formulating the plan uh when she realizes that how could she tell him how how al died and dorothy's like he died visiting (laughs) but but before that you know it's like tell him you went you went to go turn the sprinklers on you found him on the lawn and and rose just pauses and she goes that's not bad Which, like, honestly, when she suggests that, I was like, I would totally fucking do that. I mean, but you couldn't, like, I guess, I guess you couldn't, like, carry the body out. I don't think I would go that far, you know, but anyway. I would also probably call the police immediately, like, if if I was Sophia (laughs) instead of wear my Normcore hat and walk into the kitchen. But anyway. Uh, I didn't murder him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So then, um, also another thing is, like, when Rose is um, sort of it's like it's crazy because everybody's acting like she's pouting and being a baby for no reason and like she won't come square dancing with them but like she has just experienced the second time a man has died while having sex with her like fucking real (laughs) maybe she doesn't want to square dance right now (laughs) yeah (laughs) (sighs) Um, oh my god i know um but i gotta move things along somehow rose get over it it's been a day (laughs) Um, but also when Rose has to confront, um, the issue of whether or not she wants to sort of try again, she's going away for another weekend with Arnie. Totally. And And I I actually thought that was weird, but I remembered that he was visiting his brother in town, right? So he doesn't live in Miami as of right now, or Arnie, Arnie Peterson from New Jersey doesn't live (laughs) in Miami. (laughs) So he must be visiting or something. Right. So it's, but it's nice that they call that back. Um, and there are yeah. two uh, outfits in that scene that I love. First of all, Blanche is wearing like an amazing <laughs> sweatsuit when she's out on the lanai that I like, I want. Like, I just want to like take a picture of it oh, and yeah. send it to like eBay and, and find it. Um, and Rose, uh, <laughs> somebody make this for me. Yeah. Rose comes in and she's wearing this like, it's, I, it comes up a couple times. She's wearing it in a few different episodes, but it's a very like Amish looking dress. It's green. You know what I mean? It has like the white, like dicky basically. Well, it's a, <laughs> pilgrim remember yes. like, she 
Yes. They make a crack about it being a pilgrim dress, and like as soon as she walks in, also like Blanche is like trying to be very delicate and nice to her. I also love like you know Blanche is being totally fucking nice to her, like and sweet when she's just like, oh, it's a little old fashioned, you know. I wasn't sure if it was new. <laughs> yeah, she's so rude. So I know, but it is also a very bizarre dress. I got to give her that. Yeah. Um. And I, uh, so, you know, like, it does, I like the way that this wraps a lot. And I love when Rose does come back from the weekend and they're all, like, speculating on whether or not she slept with him. And, and, and it, it calls yeah. back to the first time where, like, she wasn't sure if she was going to sleep with Arnie. And they're, like, wondering yes. if she had, you know. This, like, virginal story that you were talking about when we went for that episode. It's the exact same thing. This whole, like, I bet she slept with him. I wouldn't be surprised if she didn't, you know. Oh, my gosh. It's, like, a perfect scene. For just like the giddy gossip about your friend, you know, it's, <laughs> it's great. Um, yeah, and I love her prank, like how she tells them, and and it's it's a little tiny bit out of character for Rose, but it, it's not yes. actually. Like when you think about it overall, like she loves like laughing and she loves what she perceives to be a harmless joke. Um, yeah, it, which it is, but but you know, like it's so funny when she's like talking about all the men that she's killed. And she's like, "Let's see, sleep with me." When she's talking about the sheriff, it, it's so. Anyway, totally. oh, it's just it's really the best. great. Oh my gosh, it is very cute, and yeah, I, I also noted that I really think that the prank is awesome, even though it isn't like perfect, perfect rose. But yeah, like you said, it it does mesh with her, and especially like it just shows that she again is care caring that her friends care about her so much because you know they gave her great pep talk before she left and like she's coming back with like of course arnie was fine everybody's great we had an amazing time like you guys were right you know like she's kind of reinforcing that by making light of the situation but of course they react not in how she thought it was gonna be (laughs) which is great i was set to go to her hanging um which again just corporal punishment like just had a lot of death in this my god um one of one of my favorite lines is actually when she's dressed as the pilgrim and um, <laughs> there she's like freaking out and she's just like it's like verbal diarrhea with like oh i don't know and since we already have i don't know if he expects it blah 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 and uh you know, rose goes well i'm off and sophia goes totally <laughs> It's very good. I always thought that was such, yeah, such a great comeback. And it's like, it's fantastic. It's it's really interesting. You can totally see in the first season, um, you know, like when they when they had the chemistry down and when they didn't. Um, and you can see, yeah. like, you know, when the earlier episodes were filmed, sort of like, you know, we've talked about this before, but it is so obvious. And I think even if you are a first time viewer or a casual viewer, like, you would maybe think some of these episodes, like this one, for example, you could convince somebody that this was season two. Like it was when they were established as actresses together yes. and they, they had it down. But then, you know, like in a couple, we'll go back and, and like um, uh, when Lucy comes, it's just very clear that they don't know each other and they don't know the timing and things like that. So um, but this one really, you know, like it it it's perfect. The timing is perfect. The chemistry is there. They're comfortable with each, o- each other enough to... Um, you know, like to be there for Rose during this like insane time, but still be making jokes. Um, it, it's oh great. yeah, you're right. I actually, you know, I'm not, I'm not a very perfect like in terms of like tell me to recite in order all of the episodes of season one versus two versus three. <laughs> but I like I do, especially back when I was less familiar. You know, I was just watching it on reruns of like which season, you know, which episodes were part of. I do think this one does, like you said, doesn't feel like 
the first episode, uh, the first season. And I think that a lot of the ones I love in the first season don't feel like first season ones, right? Because it feels like they're past their groove. And like, you're in that beautiful middle chunk where it's like, oh, no, this is the established show, the established characters, they they like taking it and running with it. As opposed to like, when you get to like, tail end, and then like storylines start to shift a little and character development get a little wackier, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. So um, you're right, I didn't even realize that that this is like spot on episode. It's a good one. I don't, I yeah. don't, I don't think I have anything else for this one. No, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, just, just that lightning striking twice. <laughs> Two <laughs> dead guys in Rose's bed. My God. She gets over it well. All right. Well, next time we are going to discuss the perils of both estate planning and den paneling rice crispy logs. <laughs> See you then. <laughs>